Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. 
Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Hello again, and welcome to episode two of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. Uh, my name's Alex Newell, I'm going to be your host and GM, and with me today are... James Ross, Bryn Monroe, Ben Meredith, Lydia Nicholas. And we're picking up where we left off, so just going around the table, people quickly describe your characters for everyone so we can remember who everyone is. Uh, I'm Sir Bertrand Bertie McGuffingham, a posh rich show-off who likes hitting things. Uh, my name is uh, Hamid. Uh, I am a halfling sorcerer um, uh, and something of a playboy. <laughs> I'm playing Zolf. Um, he's a cleric of Poseidon, an ex-sailor and pirate. Uh, I'm playing Sasha. Uh, she is a slightly awkward ex-antique uh, valuer who moves suspiciously <laughs> silently and good at stabbing for someone that spent a life in an office. <laughs> Okay, cool. And, Antique um, value. I don't know that's what the word is. Appraiser. That's an, appraiser. That's that's, I actually wrote that down and everything. That's an excellent euphemism. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well. I, I value. I value antiques. Yeah. <laughs> I might value other people's antiques and maybe suggest some prices in my. I just give you a number. I don't ask questions. <laughs> yeah. It's a game to me. Yeah. How much these antiques worth? Twelve. That's fine. Honestly, it's it's uh, it's Pathfinder. Things could just be twelve. Like, <laughs> just accept 12. Okay, so uh, last week we uh, had Zolf running his interviews. We had Sasha getting followed. We had Hamid blowing a lot of money in a casino. And we had Bertie having lots of people walk into him and then him going, oh, hello, a person. Uh, Long story short, we ended up in an alleyway and there are a large number of people who are stable thanks to Zolf, but covered in blood. There's lots of fake blood all around the place with uh, Hamid having recognised Bertie. Um, I maintain that was an excellent plan. <laughs> it didn't quite go right. I still think if you'd have made your bluff check, I'd have, I'd have let you get away with that, but it wasn't happening. The dice were not on my side. Okay, so we'll pick up from... The last person hits the floor. I believe he was Icicle. Zolf's just gone round and he's uh, stabilised people. There is a crowd of people looking, and there are guards who are still sort of fighting to get through that crowd and just find out what's happening. Uh, oh, um... <clears throat> Bertie, what's going on? Ah, well, you see, we were um, assaulted in an alleyway by these very rude gentlemen, and so this happened. Exactly. So, uh, we're doing crowd control? So we control the crowd. As you can see, this crowd is very much <laughs> under control at this yes. point. Look, they're very sedate. They, uh, they all saw you um, bisect this poor gentleman. He started it. Uh, n- nothing to see here, just... Uh, you're, uh, someone help me, please. Your everyday crowd control. Someone, he's dead! No, he's killed him! Not dead. I, oh, yeah, I, I, not... I, sh- I should he's know he's that. Resting. Good, well, no, he's resting. Good, good re- rehearsing... The, the, the show. No, we guys. That. No, we're crowd controllers. No, that's no. actually what we've been hired to do. Oh, sorry. 
we've actually been hired to be crowd controllers. Oh. Join in and might not get arrested. Okay, yeah, controlling was great. I saw a shank that guy. Yes, and he was resisting being controlled. It, it was a controlled shank. Exactly. He's fine now. <sighs> At Face which palm. point, uh, <laughs> the guards basically start working their way through. Uh, one of them um, sort of comes over and just uh, goes to Zolf uh, first. What the hell's going on? I mean, what? Oh, uh, there was a rowdy section of the, uh, of, of the crowd and they attempted to uh, mug some people. So we had to control them. They resisted, uh, not arrest, but being controlled. So we had to put them down. They're all fine. Well, we do blood. Yeah, but they're all fine. What? At which point, a, uh, a taller, a very, very well-built uh, man walks up behind him and uh, just taps him on. Greg, just... Greg, go on, mate. Just, just go make yourself busy. Uh, guy comes in. He's got uh, big mutton chops. Big, big mutton chops. Very um, greyed. Uh, he's got a, a t- quite a tall helmet. It's... It's kind of reminiscent of the modern London, you know, the touristy helmets they have, the real... Um, oh, the beaver skin. Yeah, like the... Bear skin. Bear skin, uh, I'm thinking more the ones that... Are... Don't please themselves. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, Bobby helmet. Oh, thank you, yes, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, Bobby helmet. Um, it's it's still clearly steel, because he's a he's a city guard. It's got a, uh, a steel curious on. Um, he's, he seems... He's got a few scars on him, and Zolf knows him as basically his contact who got him to work in the first place. Whose name is? Whose name is Sergeant Richard Harringay. Oh, Sergeant, nice to see you. What have you done, Tom? I'm looking here and what I'm seeing is a crowd that are now two crowds. I've got a crowd that I've got to be dealing with that you're going to be helping me with. I've also got this. Well, there was a particularly rowdy section of the crowd that we had to stop being so rowdy. You didn't kill them, did you, Zolf? What? No, no, none of them are dead. Not a blood round for people who aren't dead. Yes, maybe the methods that we used. Look, I. This is Bertie, he's new. Hello. Alright. Delighted to meet you. Um, hearty handshake and hard oh, slap on the shoulder. Well, well then, young man. Well, we've got quite the situation here, but it's all settled now. Don't worry about it. Yep. Yeah. Totally Bertie, sorted. Bertie, this is Sergeant Harringay. Um, he's our contact and our boss. Really? So. Yes, but this is, yes, Bertie, and uh, he, well, as you can see, is quite an impressive. Sir Bertrand, Bertie McGuffin, a pleasure, pleasure to meet you, lovely, hello, yes. Mainly chosen for intimidation tactics. <laughs> right, and uh, it's clearly that uh, Sergeant Harringay is just, he's just accepting this, uh, but he's just eyeing, eyeing Bertie up, down, up. Down with the glowing pauldrons and the eagles and the the, the lighting eyes still up Super on the glam. Right, you, you do know that you're you're responsible for him then. Like, I'm not yeah, touching that with him. No, he's part of my crew. Oh, right. um, I'm going to turn to the crowd and rather than trying to persuade them that nothing happened, simply say uh, the guards have it under control now. Best to move along. Nothing, nothing more to see. What do you mean best, nothing more to see? It's blood everywhere. It's great. It's loads over. of things to see. It's very impressive. Look what we did. But Who's the guy with the armor? You're not helping. Oh, this. Ah, uh, well. Let me let me just facilitate some introductions. Best to let the guards just deal with it. They'll 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 clear everything up. Best to get back to the um the big show. You know that you all heading to before. Uh, I'm going to attempt to roll diplomacy to actually get sure, sure. some of the crowd to disperse. To disperse. 
Uh, I think that's a 15. What's your roll? I rolled Always an say what you rolled first. So you rolled an 8. Which, uh, yeah, 15. 15? No, 16. Okay, 16. Um, yeah, crowd start beginning to disperse. It helps that the guards are doing their job. Haringe uh, just kind of takes a look, goes, this doesn't say anything. It's just, it's clear that he thinks this is going to take a bit of figuring out. Uh, turns, Probably lots of paperwork. Yeah, and he starts sort of ordering the guards to start ushering people away. Uh, as he I'm does, sure help them with that. Sure, sure. As he does, a uh, man with a thousand yard stand, a big trench coat, comes down the uh, main street, uh, and he comes wielding um, what looks like a quarter staff he may have had secreted about his person earlier. And he just rocks up, going, <sighs> "Sorry about that. I was um, checking the uh, perimeter." Sense motive? Also sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> so to spell out for any listeners, sense motive being um, what it says on the tin, it's it's trying to figure out if someone's lying to you and stuff like that. 16 for me. I'm not very good at sense motive, but I did roll a natural 20. Yeah. Okay, well, so... a critical success. Do you know his life story? How does that work? So, uh, so with my massive bonus, that is a total of... 20. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, well, uh, thank- thankfully you rolled p- quite high and um, it-, it becomes quite apparent that um, this guy's just lying through his teeth. Um, he, does- he gives the impression of someone who's, quite- who's normally quite good at lying and just has uh, not done a particularly good job this time. Uh, and yeah, you as well, Zolf, are quite aware of what's going on. Figus? Yeah. Have you... Uh... Can I just quickly... What's your... Uh... Payment for this job. Oh well, you know, um, uh, we we were talking about the uh, 50-50 split. Obviously, that was yeah. going to drop to a thirty. What with thirty, um, it's back up to a fifty. Which is nice because you're fired. Oh, well, it's, a, it's a bit, it's a bit steep. I mean, you know, I had I got an escape route all set and cleared the cleared the way so that mm. if it went south and. Mm. Bertie attempts to pick Figgis up by the neck and hold him against the wall. Uh, you know what? Give me a give me a strength roll. Okay. Um, it'll just be a d20 plus your seven plus three. I think is my modifier. Okay. Uh, I happen to know uh, how much this character weighs, so yeah, you managed to pick him up. It, lo- <laughs> it looks like he may be wearing some uh, clothing to bulk out his physique a little bit on top of everything else. Lots of like, um, you know, those puffy fake muscle yeah. undercoat you can get and stuff. Well, like a Spider-Man costume. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, you quite easily pick him up. Yeah. He's just there going, "Oh, look, I-, I could kill you. I don't want to, but I will." Figures. I've got sixteen ways that I could Figures. take your arm out. Right? You bloody little coward! I give him a shake. <laughs> Let, let's not make another scene. We've already had one of those. Um, you fired, go away. Ridiculous. Oh, oh, put what? me down. Put me down what, right now. What was he doing nothing. while the rest of you were... Nothing. And that's that's the firing bit. Uh, I don't think he was doing nothing. I don't, don't, certainly don't think he was helping. Oh, <laughs> From the sense motive, you got the impression that he was um, not necessarily robbing the place, but certainly fleeing and paying a lot of attention to everything around. He just, he just seemed like bad news, as far as you can tell from sense motive. Um, he, he wiggles his way free from um, Bertie's grasp, lands on the ground. Well, you know, I... I, I Go away. <clears throat> and he just stomps off into the crowd, pushing people out of his way, um, who push him back, and he stumbles. He's clearly... All talk and nothing else. So, looks like we're down one. So, um, 
What was your name again? Sasha. Do you want to join up? You seem quite good in a fight. You might need some protection from those guys. Uh, yeah. Did, did you say that you were sticking around here, though? Crab Patrol. Right. Um, uh, is it, is it, is it based here? Do you do crowd control in like other places no, it's sometimes? Mercenary company. Right. This was just the job that we got. Like, could be anything. Okay. So you're working as a mercenary now, Bertie? Mercenary, yes. Uh, money, glory, fame, fortune, distant places. Mm. I like the distant places. Distant places? Yeah. I mean, we can have a look at the uh, jobs we got. And your name is? Uh, Hamid. Zolf, nice to meet you. Pleasure. We shake hands. <laughs> uh, audio podcast when everyone remembers that no one can see. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so you seem reasonably handy in the whole talking to people things. And, well, I'm not. I'm brilliant with people. Very much a people person. You give me a person, we'll get on like a house on fire. They'll be screaming, but it'll be friendly screaming. Is it, am I Bertie was very popular at school. He always mm. had loads of friends. So... Uh, uh, university, which is where we met. We do need a face um, to be useful, so 25 each way. Troll period. I'm certainly looking for s- some work and potentially some adventure. Brilliant. Bertie, you can vouch for him? Uh, oh, absolutely, yes. Bye. I believe that's a 30% pay rise by my calculations. <laughs> Are you okay? okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, thanks for having my back there, guys. That All was, right. Yeah. Didn't seem very fair odds. No. Looks like it might be fairer, so stuck around. Cool. All right. These guys aren't dead, then? No. I was sure that one was dead no. after what you did to him. He's all right. He looked quite screened, too. I... Yes, no, he's fine. He's fine. He got better. He did you, get you, better. You hear what could be a groan from the person you're discussing... It's kind of hard to tell. It might be just Should bubbling. Should we find out stuff. what these guys were up to? Why were they attacking you? I think it's fine. I don't think that we need to know what they were up to at all. I think we should just make it go. Sense motive? <laughs> be fine it, if we just it, left. It, it, is I, don't, it, I don't think that... Is the role necessary? 15. Plus your modifier off. Zero. Zero. Still. <laughs> 15. Um, okay, technically, just to spell out for audience, and the use of the diplomacy roles when it comes to um, that was character a sense, stuff. sense motive. Uh, sure, I'm talking diplomacy, sense motive, bluff, all of those. Oh, yeah. Um, it gets a little bit fuzzy. Um, I tend to deter people to, from doing too many roles and counter roles because you can end up with bluff, sense motive, bluff, sense motive, bluff, sense motive. So I try to kind of deter it. Um, what I'll also do is that if you if you do do a role and it's about another player character rather than giving you specific facts, I'll give you a gut instinct on it and nothing more. Um, it's just so I can encourage you guys to role play more. Um, so with that in mind, yeah, I'll give 15. Um, technically, you know what? Let's let's set a good precedent. Roll a d20 for a bluff roll. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, microphones. That's some good good role play foley. <laughs> Eleven plus three, fourteen. 14 versus the uh, 15 is there is a falsehood at play. Um, that's how much you beat that by. Yeah. Fine. I don't think you need to know anything. My charisma remains very low. <laughs> I was going to say, you're taking um, minus one, aren't you? Yeah, the, the fact that you can't tell what I'm lying about doesn't mean that I'm very good at lying. I don't think it would be good to start a new relationship with... Um, let's, wait, let, let's keep things simple. Equivocation. Have you done a murder? <laughs> Who's done a murder? 
not until today, but you healed him. Harangay comes up and he uh, he's, he stands and he's just he's he's not interfering. He's just standing there, kind of arms folded, leaning against the wall, giving the impression of someone who has all the time in the world, despite an enormous crowd and event happening. He's got all the time in the world to listen to you guys talk. I I wasn't lying when I said before I I had employment with some people that wanted me to continue in their employment, mm-hmm. and I I don't want to do that job anymore. But I'm, I I wasn't. It wasn't that I... You need I an ne- out. Yeah, that's I, fine. I never heard... That seems fair enough. Yeah. Fine. Don't ask, don't tell. Gregson. Gregson, is that you? Uh, Haringey sort of goes over, has kneels down and looks over the one that you think you bisected but didn't. He is still alive. Oh, Gregson. Oh, Gregson. That's what, two weeks since you went... Oh, Gregson. Starts patting them down. Just looks to Sasha. Rackets. Uh, that sounds like a name that someone like that might have. Yeah, sure. Uh, you're, yeah, I think that sounds like you've got a very good uh, life choice ahead of you. Uh, trying to distance yourself from people that you've clearly never met, right? Why Why would I want to get to know these people at all, given yeah, that the s- first time I met them, they tried to kill me? Uh, Harangu sort of is patting down one of them, pulls out a uh, sheaf of paper and starts reading it. Uh, does name Brock mean anything to anyone? Quite a nice name, but other than that, no. I think maybe. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, it sounds like an interesting name. Maybe there'd be a story that you might want to tell us. So hypothetically, if someone here who uh, I reckon's actually, you know, been trying to help, wanted to know more about Brock, they'd be looking at this piece of paper that I'm holding up here. Uh, he holds it up in front of Sasha, just kind of idly whilst looking away. Um, it basically just has um, Teller will let her know about Brock on a piece of paper um, it's it's scrawled it's clearly like you a piece what? of charcoal on parchment or I something think, I think you were right about asking them about you, they look like interesting people maybe they'd be fun to talk to for a while uh, since you healed them they might just talk about so maybe uh, we need to find out exactly why they were causing a ruckus and creating a problem in our nice, lovely, calm crowd. I mean, not exactly what they were doing, but, like, you know, just a bit more about their backs. Back- background would be okay. interesting. They might just have well, some fun, fun, fun things to say. They're probably not going to be getting up for a while, so we should probably put them in a nice big heap. Um, <laughs> Bertie starts dragging them <laughs> Put them behind the box. Stacking them behind the box. Do, do, do we not have somewhere we could go out of the way? Uh, you know, a... a Room in a building. Well, we are than doing this in an alley. We are still supposed to be patrolling the crowd. So, yes. Um. Well, I've, I think we've still got a uh, fair few minutes before those carriages make it through to the gates. I'll be, I'll be needing your help then. But I've got a few minutes to kill, and uh, I'm noticing an open doorway there, which uh, your ever so helpful colleague. Oh, yeah, yes, good, good pick there, Zolf. You always did have an eye for people. Well, you went some, you did some. Yeah. Okay, so should we go? You're right. He, uh, Haringey reaches down, sort of picks up one of the guards, and starts dragging him through into that doorway that's open. It seems to lead to just a store. Um, looks like it's storing rolls of bolts of cloth, and um, so just big long reams of it, just in crates. And he drags one of them, puts the um, grab one down. and stump over. I do not carry a body. Neither <laughs> do I. twice as big as me. Two more. There's two more. I might pick up both of them. And <laughs> sure. Um, they're sort of 
three of them just are kind of coming to a little bit. Uh, Haringey is just reaching down, pulling bits of like scrap cloth, tying them up as the uh, as they start coming around, and then the one who was uh, referred to as Thompson kind of. Uh, uh, oh God! I, I'm stay out of his eye line for now. Yeah, uh, is Thompson the one that I nutted? Uh, yeah, there's not much left of his okay. face. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and he's just coming to. He's just coming to. Okay, so Bertie leans in um, and with the, his um, falcon eyes flashing quite brightly. <laughs> hello! Wakey, wakey, hello, hello. Mr. What was his name? Thompson. Mr. Thompson, is it? Hello! Welcome! And slaps him a little bit lightly, but I am wearing big metal gloves. What I'd say is you were asking about, uh, last week you were asking about intimidate checks yeah. in combat. Not so great. Intimidate checks out of combat. Okay. Actually really, really useful. I'm going to attempt to intimidate him. Uh, 15 uh, plus 1. 1. So total of 16? Yeah. Uh, let's do a counter roll for maths. him. I've got to get my dice as well now. Counter roll is... Abysmal! <laughs> that was a two for anyone who's listening. Okay, yeah, um, you you basically leaning in with your menacing eyes and he just looks at you and goes, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I, I, I didn't start the fight. I, I don't know what you want. I, I, I was just here. I, I sneak behind you and whisper, ask him about Brock. So this Brock fellow... How, how do you know? You know Brock? I'm a very wise man. Okay, uh, we, 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 we're just here to, to, to deliver a message to the girl, that was it. Honestly, nothing else, I promise. When you say deliver a message, oh, is like, that like a an euphemism? Act- no, like an actual message. What, with words and everything? Do you want to do that then? She's not here, is she? I'd step out, but I'm <laughs> still behind Bertie. <laughs> like my head peaks. She's out. over there. I'll pass it on. I have a lovely speaking voice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the guy, whilst not breaking eye contact from Bertie at any point, just sort of goes, "Yeah, uh, it's, um, Barrett just said um, he's sure that you'll want to talk to him, and uh, he'll, he's got some info for Brock that he thinks that you'd like to know, Sasha." You you needed how many people? So just tell me that. It is a very heavy message. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean... You're just going to tell me that and leave me be to decide to come with you. Yeah? Hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you ran. He's it's... got an honest face. From what you I can... frown. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, it's kind of hard. His nose is spread quite <laughs> wide at this point. Um... In fact, it'd probably make it harder for you to tell if he's lying or not. It's like he's wearing a mask. Mm. Um, if I went for another intimidate check, could I get more it, information? Um, out of him? No, it doesn't really now? work like that. Okay. Um, I'm factoring it in now for all okay. of this conversation. So since you were going to let me decide where to go and meet Barrett, where, what directions were you going to give me? Uh, honestly, he just said... Uh, Honestly, we were just delivering a message. You just figured that you'd make yourself hard to find. Um, it, it's just basically head head back to where it all started. Uh, well, I've got a job now, uh, so I guess I'll have to uh, work out with them when I can get some. Well, we do have quite a reasonable holiday package. Oh. <laughs> well, we've uh, look, we've paid up the the stairkeeper. Um, so that you can get down, you know, to mm. to other London, like 
no problems. But uh, honestly, that's it. Like, I, I don't actually want trouble. We didn't pick a fight. He nutted me. I literally just said I wanted a conversation. Kind of. What is that? That's blood. And oh, that's blood. Sniffing. Ah. Uh. Yeah, because you guys have always been so gentle in the past. Uh, right. Well, um, didn't didn't we have uh, some crowd control to be getting on with? We did. Um, tell you what, because he's been so helpful, I might help him to uh, put his nose back together. So if you give me five minutes, um, this might hurt a bit, but it shouldn't scar too badly. Uh, okay. Um, what do you guys do after? Well, I'd like to be healed first because I'm down to nine hit points from 13. So I think in the nicest possible way. You're still mostly fine. Yeah, well, fine. But I would like to be fine, fine, rather than just mostly fine. How does, how does, how does Bertie broach that subject with? I was going to say, role play it. Oh, all right, fine. Uh, hang on, hang on. So, I mean, this chap, I mean, his face wasn't that great to start with. And frankly, frankly, slightly higher up the queue. Hello. Scratches. I've got a graze. I'm, I'm nearly sad. Heal me. All right. Tell you what, we'll do a job lot. Now, quick question. Mm-hmm. How does um, mundane healing work in the system? Because I know, obviously, I can do magic. And... Sure. Um, with mundane healing, um, tell you what, we'll look up everything that it covers. But as a rule of thumb, mundane healing is really good for stabilizing mm-hmm. and a like a pittance, basically, of hit points, isn't it? Yeah, off the top of my head. I mean, you, you recover some hit points naturally, mm-hmm. and I think mundane healing doubles that but it requires essentially it requires long term care like you can't, yeah, 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 you can't give them back instantly you can just help the recover the base recovery rate yeah the way that they cover first aid is that it's it's stabilizing you so that you're no longer going to literally die from your yeah. stuff but then you get carried you lay up and let's say that i think you recover so um, level every night I yeah think. it's it's pretty much that and, and the way tended, if you're being tended to with palliative care triples, it like goes to there's 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 layers to it. I'll, I'll look yeah. it up now briefly, but um, honestly, for the kind of stuff that you're talking about now, it's not it's not going to do, gonna very do much. what you want. In which case, so this is more superficial to try and save his nose. You're you seem pretty fine, sort of in body. I can give yeah. it. I can... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're an impressive-looking guy. Look, I've had almost a Chinese burn. Look at this. Bertie, stop whining. Uh, Is is he always like this? Uh, Yes. Uh, Given Zolf's history of uh, choosing his colleagues, I'd have to go ahead and say, yeah, most of them do tend to be like this. Shut it, you. Hey, hey, hey. Boss. Sergeant Sergeant Arangay. He's a good guy, so... I'm a good guy with the keys to all of the cells. That's me. Mm. Anyway, yeah, so... Well, I only met him this morning, so I don't really know. But, Just to uh, chip in, uh, yeah, having looked at heal, it's an enormously complex thing, and no, it doesn't give you immediate hit, hit points. Fine, repeat. that's cool. But yeah, so basically I'm going to put his nose back together and see if I can bind it up so that it will heal so in the you correct got, shape. you got about five minutes. Um, that should be fine. just might hurt a bit. I'm going to be honest. If these guys are still here in five minutes, I'm going to have someone take them away. If they're not, it's fine. Um, but I'm going to need you guys out in about five. Sure. He All right. steps out through the door onto the alleyway. Cool. Um, I will move up to um, the bloke in the chair and uh, 
scout like a little sort of first aid kind of kit mm-hmm. bandages and yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, gets work on putting his nose back together sure sure binding it up I want the rest that you do are there horrendous screams I don't know it depends how well he does and how well I do yeah, <laughs> say, give, give me a heel check uh, that is still 12 I think yeah 12 okay and what does everyone else do while this is happening before I tell you uh, I'm stepping out into the alleyway mm-hmm. uh I don't want to be in this room with mm-hmm. those people anymore. I think, no, actually, I'll try and grab that note. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, try and... Although, did the policeman take it? Uh, he, yeah. Uh, Haringey... Ah, so no, Haringey... Guess I don't. ...has it, I'm afraid. Yeah. Just... I, he's sat... He's, I say sat. He's leaning uh, against that crate in the alleyway. Yeah. He's clearly lit up a quick smoke, and he's, he's examining it, holding it up against the light, sort of examining the paper and just giving it a once over. Right, so I guess I go out and stand awkwardly, which is the only way I know how to stand. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, uh, not approaching him. He seems quite aware of that and is quite happy to just let you stand awkwardly whilst he examines the thing you're after. Uh, I'll probably just have a chat with Bertie and we can just catch up yeah. so that we okay. can... So you guys step out. Yeah, um, I mean, we don't need to roleplay through that because it's stuff we've talked about. In... Sure, sure. It's basically, you know, where have you been? Oh, yeah. you know, I did this. Yeah. Um, and meanwhile, basically, while all of you go out there, the first thing that you guys hear as you're mid-conversation is a... Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, eventually, Zolf, you finished patching him up. It is patching him up. Um, Wiping the blood off my hands. <laughs> Just with a little... little. Well. Your beard. Ouch. Oh. <laughs> no. You'll, Although I could put dusters on the end of them. You'll notice, despite the fact that during the fight I was spraying fake blood everywhere, I now look immaculate. Press the digitation. Gotta love it. Um, presumably head out into the alleyway then. I cast it anytime I wink at someone so I can get my teeth to glint. Okay, <laughs> well, uh, just before we head into the next phase then, um, I think we're going to take a quick break here and we'll get back to the action in a couple of minutes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi guys, Alex here. Normally we'd put an ad break at this point, letting you know about new developments at Rusty Quill, mention sponsors, or just recommend other shows that we think you'd enjoy. But today, we just want to take the time to thank you. It takes a lot of time and effort and money to make podcasts like this, and it means a lot to us that you've decided to listen, so thank you. You're awesome. In fact, you are so awesome that we want to keep making great content for you and introduce you to loads of new shows, but in order to do that, we need your help. The more listeners that we get, the more content we can make. It's as simple as that. And the best way that we can get listeners is by word of mouth. In the credits at the end of the episode, we include details about how you can get involved online. But honestly, the best way that you can help us is by recommending us to people that you know. Tell a friend, tell a co-worker, tell your pet iguana. If just one of the people or lizards that you talk to subscribes, that's going to be a huge help to us. We're looking forward to making loads more content for you in the future, and we want to share it with everyone that you care about. So thanks again for getting involved, and we hope we get to meet you, your friends, and all your lizards real soon. Well, that's everything for now, so sit back, relax, and let's get back to the show. Hi, and welcome back. So, yep, you guys are in the alleyway. Uh, Haringey folds up that parchment. Sort of pokes his head out, looks into the uh, the main crowd, which is quite large. You can hear it's getting louder by this point. Pokes his head back in and goes, "Right, that's the uh, and lady. Apologies, the uh, carriages are just coming in. I could do with you guys on the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not expecting any trouble, but you guys at least seem to be able to handle yourselves. And that one can at least talk his way out of trouble." I look very worried. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, shouldn't be any trouble. Everyone good? Yeah, excellent. He stubs out his cigarette and. Uh, steps out into the alleyway and then starts working his way through the crowd. You get, um, as you pass through the drunken dancers, uh, the ones who were fighting to have a look at the fight earlier, they're all uh, giving a cheer and patting Sasha on her back. Uh, Sasha specifically, lots of people go, oh, good to see someone handle themselves. Oh, yeah, just basically drawing a bit more attention to Awkwardly, do not respond in any smart or 
<laughs> clever, yeah, just awkwardly stumble through. Ah, yeah, lots of small knobs <laughs> and looking aways and trying to hide behind Bertie. Sure. Make way, make way, everyone. Heroes coming through. Steady, steady as you go. <laughs> um, you guys Oops. make it to the, um, the main gates, the wrought iron, and yet the carriages are just drawing in here now. Um, I will let you make a knowledge and ability check, Bertie, to start recognising the okay. um, Very quickly, um, when we when we get there, I'll quickly try and grab these guys and do a quick kind of tactics thing. Oh, sure. Uh, we're playing now. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking basically me and you, Bertie, uh, will be up the front keeping people away, probably the boltiest. Uh, Hammond, if you stay with, um, well, just stay kind of a bit back, talk down anyone who gets a bit larry. And uh, Sasha may keep an eye out for troublemakers and point them out. And uh, I think that will make it pretty good. Sure, I can, I can deal with anyone who gets. Normally, pretty. And I don't want to have to patch everybody up who tries to get through. So if you. I have a really baffled expression. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're just keeping the peace, we're not. Yeah. The... We should get you a. a do you just have knives? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have any knives. We'll, we'll get you a sap. We'll right. get you a sap. Resolve, what are you doing? Yeah, we're having a quick, that's fine. We're, we're, we're good, we're good. Cool. What was the result of your nibbles? I got two. Plus two? my bonus. <laughs> uh, plus uh, my bonus is seven. Uh, so that's a total of nine. Yes, yeah, that's a nine. Okay. Um, first carriage rocks up. Um, you recognise it has a, um, a meritocratic symbol on it. Um, so, sort of governmental. Yeah really know who um i would say it sort of pulls up near and you guys are holding everyone back and yeah your tactics seem to be working um basically the big the big heavy ones zolf and uh, uh bertie are you know keeping the crowd back i'm probably standing on something so people can actually see sure me. sure um what kind of things are you telling people to keep them uh, calm and stop them pushing um don't worry, everyone will get a turn. You'll all be able to see something. There's, there's, no, there's no need to push. I'm just babbling, sort, sort of, of reassuring. Yeah, um, what's the word? Uh, Platitudes. Platitudes, that is the word. And Sasha, when people get through, how are you uh, getting them back on the far side of these guys? Wait, I'm a bit confused about so can we have, Can we move the little sure, figures sure, sure. so I can see what's actually so going on? So we've got on. Bertie and Zolf taking sort of a front line. Yeah, and this is a big Sorry, that's, corridor. That's me, isn't it? So. So I'm standing on something just behind me. So you guys are now at some gates, so we'll draw the gates on here. So we've got the gates here. There are a few guards who are dotted around, sort of keeping a line, mm -hmm. with Haringey in the middle there, between Zolf and um, Bertie. And we've got Hamed, will say we found a box for him or something to stand on, um, and he's calling out over everyone. So occasionally people will break through that line. They're not being violent or anything, they're just really trying to get close to the carriages and stuff, because the carriages are just it's coming sort of up here now. overexcited. Yeah, so the, the carriages are just drawing near that line, you're just trying to keep that gate clear. Yeah, so I probably would be overreacting if people <laughs> try and practically, like, get back. <laughs> you, you might be better off in the crowd just yeah. tripping them up <laughs> as they yes. try to run forward. That is pretty much what my skill set <laughs> is good for. Go for it, like it's totally um, doable. Yeah, but that's also something that I probably wouldn't do. I'd stand thinking I was being helpful. Okay. Like, no, get back. <laughs> no, it's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> thinking thinking I was being helpful. Okay. Um, 
No, that's fine. Because um, as well, these aren't aggressive people, no, are they? No, they're not. They're, they're, no. It's just a big crowd. I could hurt them, but I don't want to. <laughs> oh, you see that? That's personal growth, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the first carriage draws near. It has a state symbol on. Um, Haringey starts giving out orders to the guards. They start pushing that crowd back out of the way a bit so that carriage can come through. The main gate's open. Carriage comes through. There's a um, what looks like a, a, a state woman of some kind. Uh, she's wearing a suit. She sort of twitches the curtain aside, has a look, and then it closes again. So I attempt we... to recognise her specifically as opposed to the carriage. Um, I'll allow that, yeah. Knowledge nobility? Uh, that's the one. 17 plus 7 is 24. Uh, it's the Deputy Prime Minister. Okay. Are we now split as the carriages yes. come through yeah, yeah. our line? Does Percy know the Deputy Prime Minister? Uh, not personally, no. Um, you're... Mining ability as opposed to nature ability, or anything like that. Um, eventually, then behind that um, and keeping pace with it on foot is um, it's a guy wearing large amounts of sort of regalia, uh, statesman regalia, stuff like that. Zolf recognises him just on sight as the um, chief of police. Um, he's he's clearly making a point of walking alongside, looking like he's keeping it together, when actually he's got people doing the muscle work around him. Um, after that is an, another another carriage comes along with some kind of female general on, not, none of you recognise. Um, then a third carriage, it looks like there's a whole train of them. The third one you hear, um, basically there's some kind of conversation going on inside, it's quite loud and blathering. Look, say what you want, I'm telling you that, I mean, the guy's a genius. The guy's actually a genius, and the amount of times that genius makes genius is, is, is genius, you know? Um, which you do recognise the voice of. Okay. It will be, I'm afraid, Lord Wellington. A guy that you have encountered in a social encounter. Wellington! <laughs> do you actually call it out? I call it out. Wellington! Bertie! Wellington! Bertie! Wellington! Bertie! Wellington! He, he opens the door and steps down. Bertie! Wellington! What are you wearing, Bertie? This, oh, I just threw this on, you know. <laughs> oh, but Bertie! Well, oh, oh my god, Chessington! Chessington, you won't believe who I'm doing. It's, it's Bertie! It's actually Bertie! Is that Chessington? Bertie! Chessington! Bertie! Chessington! Oh, Bertie! Chessington! Chessington comes down, so um, Chessington's a big, big, rotund man. Like, he's, he's got a little bit of a limp to him, which is screaming gout. Wellington, he's, he's a bit more svelte individual. He's, he's got a monocle, big walrus moustache. Um, but it's basically, it's a little large, proper pairing. Uh, Wellington's like, oh my, Bertie, what are you doing out here? Honestly, I mean, look around you. I mean, did you leave your carriage or something? Oh yeah, I just, you know, you leave it double parked and then bloody red tape, you know? And I tried, but no, they won't be having any of it. Oh, so. this, is, this is daft, there's, 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 there's space for you in here. Um, uh, uh, you, uh, I want to say, I want to say, Herring, 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 Herring. He's pointing at Haringey. Um, yeah. Well, oh, let them in, you know. Um, oh, Wellington, all of these, uh, all of these with you, Bertie. Oh, yes, yes, uh, this is uh, my entourage. Oh, of course, of course. Hello, entourage. Hi. Pleased to meet you. Yeah, pleased to do that. They're not big talkers, Oh, how I prefer them, you know. It's very difficult to get completely silent help these days. But, you know, I find muted, shy and deferential. They'll do just as well. 
uh, Chessington. I start laughing. Chessington just hears, just like, I'd rather them quiet than loud. Anyway. Uh, turn to Her- uh, Herring- Herringay, sorry, and uh, kind of shrug it in, and they kind of thumbs up, thumbs down, and uh, is this? Herringay just gives a wearied shrug, going, eh. Um, he leans into Zol specifically, and goes, just do me a favour and keep an eye on things inside. Um, and yeah, the carriage starts moving, and Wellington insists on getting back in the carriage and pulling um, Bertie in with him. Uh, he holds the door open for everyone else if they want to get in. Um, it'll be a, it'll do. be a squeeze. I do. I will get in because I'd rather ride than walk. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I realise I've been left and look <laughs> around, slightly panicked for any more violent stalkers, and instead like jump in. Sure. Like, I, I assume it's like tube and rush hour in there right now. Oh yeah. At this at this Isn't point, it? we've got um, Bertie. We've got Wellington and uh, Chessington are sort of sat. Ch- um, Chessington being so large that Wellington's a bit scrunched up already. On the far side, we've got Bertie in full plate armour. How does suspension deal with this? I was going to say, there's a certain scraping going on. (laughs) Now we've got uh, Zolf and uh, Hamed, who are pretty much having to stand in the space between. So you could probably fit in, but it is, yeah, tube at I mean, I do have quite high acrobatic skills. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't take up much space. I I hold the door open. Come on in, young lady. I, I I turn myself into a strange shape that f- fits the available space like Tetris. There's a stat for Tetris. Cool. I'll I'll introduce myself because um, okay, yeah. I'm not scared of an ability because so, I'm just as poncy and sure stuff as they are. So the door I don't move in the English door closes circles, and you uh, but... the the carriage starts moving up and yeah yeah uh, Wellington needs to cross. I like your valet. He's he's got excellent soup. Oh no, this isn't my valet. This is uh, an old university friend of mine. This is uh, may, let me facilitate some introductions. This is Hamid Saleh Haroun Al Tehran. You might know my father. Oh, works out of uh, oh, Cairo. The, the Cairo Tehrans. Yes. Oh, how are they doing? Oh, very well. Yes, uh, the whole family. Yes. Oh, things are, things are good. A pleasure to meet you. Oh, and yourself, and yourself. I, I do, I do need to make another transfer. Actually, I, I may, um, I may get some contact details from you. Actually. Of course, yes, happy to help. Oh, fantastic. And uh, I'm, I'm guessing bodyguard and. Yeah, I'm the bodyguard. Uh, oh, oh! I just and kind I'm of looks as off. <laughs> right. Chessington just sort of gives this, looks up, looks down, <laughs> and you get this really low sort of. <laughs> um, you okay, sir? <clears throat> yeah. Funny. You've got funny friends, bud. I, I do. Well, you know, Chessington. Yes. <laughs> I think they're speaking upper class. <laughs> um, so uh, the carriage starts pulling up um, through the driveway. And it, honestly, it's, it feels a bit arbitrary to have gotten in the carriage because it's about 30 feet. <laughs> the length of the conversation that we've had is the time it's taken for the queue to move up and then the carriage to open on the front steps. It would have been faster to just, to just walk it in. It's the proper way to arrive. <laughs> <laughs> Those of us who grew up in luxury will understand these, understand yeah. these things. So uh, someone opens the door for you, one of the guards, who's looking at Zolf with a bit of a suspicious glance. Um, I'll, um, as I get out, just pop my hand on his shoulder as I... 
kind of climbed out, balancing myself. Thanks. I, I comment as of, I don't know why these posh people bother with carriages. That wasn't very comfortable. <laughs> uh, the doors are open and there's steps leading up. Wellington and Chessington sort of talking amongst themselves, pulling in. They're, inc- they're being incredibly uh, amiable to all of you, by the way. It, they just decided that friends of Bertie might. That's fine. Um, pull you in into uh, a large um, salon, even though it's quite brightly lit outside. You can see there's a few gas lamps just to really give it a, a big airy feel. And looking off to the right, you see what looks like a um, a music hall. So um, large, high ceilings, some gilding. There's a stage, and there is um, a, a sort of grand piano off to one side on the stage. And there's lots of rows of seating. Uh, there's a couple of people sat, but it's clear that it's it's not time to be sat yet. And then off to the left, you can see into what looks like a drawing room, um, big fireplace, big mantelpiece, you know, hardwoods, um, big soft carpet, stuff like that. Um, you can still hear the the murmur of the crowd outside, but it's now being overlaid by the murmur of sort of of, of polite society, um, clinking of glasses, that kind of thing. It looks like they've basically got a, a, a sort of standing, you know, a few people going around with hors d'oeuvres and that in the um, into the drawing room on the left. I snatch as many hors d'oeuvres as I can. So you head into, you head into the door. Yeah, yeah. Um, can I have a bit of a look around and see if there's like faces I recognise with knowledge and ability? Uh, yeah, I'll give you one roll for all of it. Uh, 12 plus 7 is 19. 19? Okay, um, yeah. You recognise a lot of them and you recognise some of them that you think you should recognise without you know knowing by face straight away. Um, you notice there's Dr. William Colgate who is sort of, uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he stood there, he's, he, he seems to be making a point of wearing his doctor's garbs as a sign of office, but he's, um, he's, he's having a conversation with uh, Byron. Uh, Byron obviously being characteristically uh, quite loud and he's got a bit of a crowd around him. Um, also, you see, actually, you know what? Give me a perception check, Hamid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one, you are blowing hot and cold. <laughs> Plus six. Okay, never mind then. Uh, you don't see the thing that's really interesting and exciting. Um, but yeah, there's there's a, a large number of them. You can spot that there's a lot of functionaries. There's a few sort of celebrities like um, Byron and so on. Uh, you specifically, Bertie, also notice a um, pair of gnomes standing off in a corner wearing very, very black, very, very sharp suits, both of them. Uh, appear to be identical twins and holding briefcases and they just sort of uh, look over, see you, raise an eyebrow, give a polite little nod and uh, then sort of continue to survey the room. Um, I just want to quickly mention that uh, for anyone who's listening, uh, Bryn did just put that dice in the naughty corner. Natural, natural ones will be tolerated was, by Bryn. I, I'm you, a trained mathematician, I understand statistics. I would never do something so frivolous. <laughs> you, you I, I took those actions for entirely unrelated reasons. You, you did just roll a critical fail on a perception check. It's fine for you to make silly decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I presume you don't notice that there's anyone in here at all. Yeah. <laughs> Is this a room? <laughs> there's just an awkward moment where, just as you sort of go on tiptoes to survey the room, everyone being taller than you, a waiter proceeds to walk across and not notice you and stand directly in front of you, um, just oh. completely blocking your view for that moment. Um, so yeah, um, Wellington and Chessington basically patting you on the back and so on, um, start pulling Bertie specifically into um, a crowd of, uh, you know, just say about half of them, yeah. uh, but you know them all by name. They're just, they're the, they're the old lot. 
Yeah. They're very much sort of parental friends, people who came around being like, if you ever need anything, you always know who to yeah. ask, blah, 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 blah. Um, what are the rest of you doing? I'm going to start making friends. Like, uh-huh. I know how to move in these circles. I've sure. mixed with people like this before. I don't know any of them specifically, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to start <laughs> chatting and I'll I'll drop my um, my okay. family name into conversations yeah. because they'll, you know, they'll, they'll be... They'll know people who know people who, and you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm working the room. That's, that's, I'm well, a, it's, I'm a playboy. It's a thing. Yeah. Solf? Um, I will actually be um, sort of walking the perimeter and just looking out for anything and sure. actually doing the job. <laughs> I'm going to follow him uh, and do, try and sort of work out what my job is by <laughs> watching you do it. But meanwhile, I am s- sneak of handing. Slight of handing, and as many as many hors d'oeuvres as I can is kind of a distracting myself from Filling all of boots. the open pockets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me a give me a roll on the slight of hand. Fourteen plus. You got a pretty seven. decent modifier, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a uh, there's a few cases um, going round of people reaching for hors d'oeuvres that they were sure they had in their hand. Yeah. <laughs> lots of lots of biting down on sort of empty. Um, Empty handfuls. This is, yeah, it's just I can't help myself. So just role playing a bit with um, Bertie and the old crowd, um, wanting to. But honestly, Bertie, I mean, what fancy dress? I mean, it it, it was an RSVP. It wasn't an RSVP with armor. Am I right? <laughs> no, you are quite right. No, well, I you see, I'm I'm off traveling. You see, oh. I'm going adventuring. Oh, mm. oh. Oh, I think Chessington, you uh, one, one of your one of your sons went to Dungeon <laughs> Oh, I, I am Sam Chessington's son. I had a whole world of adventures. Oh yes. <laughs> 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 oh god, that's the worst pun I've ever heard. <laughs> okay, for anyone who doesn't understand, <laughs> oh, no. that is a British theme park. Don't I explain? Oh, yes. no, I, I have to, but oh it my was god, beautiful. it was it was, it was something. Oh, no. It was something. A transcendent moment of glory. <laughs> oh, God. I, think, I think we're just going to have to stop there. We're never going to top that. Uh, End of I'll... campaign. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was uh, the entirety of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah, uh, where was I? It was uh, Wellington, yeah. Mm. Um, oh, well, you know, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting phase. I have to admit, though, we, we tend, it's, it, I, I'm sure you'll grow out of it. You know, I mean, you're getting a bit old adventuring, aren't you? I mean... Oh, I don't know. Grand family tradition thought best to keep it going. Oh, yes, yes. You do. You had, you had that, um, that elderly, old ancestor of yours. What was his name? Very... I forget. The, 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 the crazy one. Oh, he certainly had his moments. That time that he thought he was a bat that was also a hawk and a dog. Yeah, saved lots of people, I remember. He did, yes. Largely accidentally, but never mind. Can't have everything. Well, you know, treading in family footsteps is never a bad thing. Am mm, I right? quite say Tradition. No. <laughs> mm. uh, one of the um, sort of servants who were standing in the hallway sort of steps in and goes, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, if you could make your way through to the music hall, we will be beginning the presentation imminently. Um, drinks can be taken. He sort of steps aside and the, the crowd slowly begin to drift um, in towards the music hall. What do you guys do? Um, hang back, let people go in, um, sort of keep an eye out for anyone who's looking shifty or suspicious. 
I uh, fl- flawlessly slide my way to the front, so I'm able to see. Uh, you know, what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna grant you that being both incredibly sort of diplomatic and a halfling. Uh, people would just be interesting to see you. There's not many halflings, a few gnomes, but Sasha. Uh, I'm stick with what I was doing, just trying sure. to learn my job off Zolf. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of handy keeping having someone hold. Having your back mm-hmm. when you're in a. I've, I've more or less abandoned the idea of doing any security guarding. I was going to say, Bertie doesn't get the choice. No, <laughs> there are way too many people. Wafting in, yeah, it's fine. Okay, so yeah, you uh, head in, presumably take seats. Um, I'll we stand, stand at the yeah, back. Yeah, we'll stand okay. at the back. You're standing at the back. Okay, yeah, so we've got um, Zolf and Sasha standing at the back. We've got Bertie, presumably sort of in the middle of the crowd somewhere, um, sort of sat with a big crowd. And yeah, Hamed, you, I'll, I'll give you a front row seat. That's fine. Excellent. Does, uh, do you take your helmet off? Or are there some very annoying people sitting behind you going, <laughs> I can't really see. No, I, I definitely don't take my helmet off. I'm there to be seen. It's like having Marge Simpson sat in front of you. Yeah. I'll, I'll start chatting in a very friendly way with whoever's sitting there. Sure. Uh, the double doors at the back close, uh, gently. And then there is a sort of dimming of the gaslights. You see that the curtains have been pulled across all of the windows. Class just roughly uh-huh. wearing the crowd, me and my cluster of... So, I'll just draw this on the table so that you can see. There is uh, Central Avenue, where there's no seats. Rows of seats. Um, Hamed sort of being up towards the um, very, very front. We've got... um, I'll draw this a bit more accurately in a minute. I've got um, Bertie sort of in the middle, but with uh, access to the Central Avenue. So, we've got uh, Chessington and uh, Wellington next to him. And then we've got uh, Sasha and Zolf sort of flanking that central avenue at the back. Uh, and there is a, a, a brief sort of interlude from the piano at the side. And then out steps a man that you all recognise as uh, Lord Edison, inventor of the uh, lightning rail and uh, a lot of technology that you all engage with on a daily basis and potentially the most renowned genius and scientist in the world. I start a polite applause. Everyone follows. Um, and we'll end it there. Uh, we'll pick this up again next week. So um, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, we hope you tune in again soon. So that's bye from me. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, all. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill. Or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the programme audio series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. 